All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the first of many podcasts from Two Dudes in One Cart. I'm one of your hosts, Steve. I'm joined with my partner in crime, John. How are you doing tonight, man? L-I-V-I-N, bud. So tell me, how was your... uh, how was your uh, lesson the other day? Well, I got to say is I'm probably going to have to give you guys a lot of strokes the way I'm dialed right now. I mean, I couldn't miss. I'm freaking shooting darts up there, dude. He had me fixed in about 10 minutes. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's I'm going to have to get some new clubs because I've wore out the, the heel and the toe. Center's pretty good, but the heel and the toe and all my stuff's pretty wore out from last year. Yeah. It's those custom Pro V1s for me, man. They just they just hit different. That's right. That's right. So let's uh let's start talking a little bit of uh what do you think? Do you think the PGA tour, uh, now that we have X amount of years, a couple years in with Live Golf, do you think that they handled that correctly? I would not say they handled it correctly at all. I mean, it's uh I don't know, and it's just it's fresh. I think it's kind of shady and back backdoory to the to the league, right? And I I think they've they've spent a lot of time uh, adapting uh, and changing some of their stuff to. I wouldn't say to mirror what Liv does, um, but I would say it's close. Um, and now you know they're they're offering equity stakes in the PGA Tour to players. I was uh, reading that the other day. Um, my thing is, did the do you think the PGA Tour even needed to change at all, or do you think they just? I mean, I, I don't understand why they moved in any direction. I mean, they have a solid product. Let's be honest; that people are going to watch. Oh, yeah, but sure. I I feel like now with this, uh, not just with the John Rahm signing, but with the fact that you had, you know, Smith move over, Kepka move over. It really, if you look at the landscape of the PGA Tour, they've knocked some legs out. They've knocked some legs or blocks, whatever you want to call it, out of the foundation of the tour. Because if, if you think, I mean, you know, Tiger carried it with, you know, Arnold Palmer, Jack, Gary Player, all those guys carried it. And now... I thought, hey, if these guys move, this is this is gonna get really competitive, in which it has, but it's kind of lost the luster. I mean, until you get to these major events, and I mean, I'm more psyched now with the live guys being able to come out to play for majors than I was before, which is saying a lot. Which is this is a benefit to having live. To now you get all these guys together for four events, basically. I guess in the end, do you think they should have? just let it be and not have made some of the moves of creating the bigger person purses and the designated events. I mean, I don't really care what the PGA does. Once Cam Smith left, dude, and went to live. I was done with PGA unless it's a major, because I want to see all the boys. I want to see Phil at them. So that's, that's my stance on that, Mr. Steven. But do you, so do you think doesn't it seem like it's completely obvious that they can coexist that they have but what what do you think would happen if live golf got the the full run of 
you know, TV. It's my opinion that, you know, nobody wants to break waves or whatever with the PGA Tour. And do you think if they got a shot on uh, national TV, how much do you think that changes anything or does it change it at all? Oh, change it big time because I think a lot of people are frustrated. They got to watch it on their computer or only a specific channel that a lot of standard cable companies I don't think provide. Yeah, the CW, so, right? Yeah, you put it on like a Fox, uh, CNBC, any of those major channels, dude, they're going to get probably twice as many viewings. Well, yeah, and that's, and that's what I think. And I think, I think you'll see a little bit of increase with some people, John Ron coming aboard. And I, I, you know, there's a lot of knocks on whether or not Liv's actually um, expanding the game. Uh, I think they are going to places that they've been like Australia and places like that, that you could tell that that Adelaide event they had. I mean, it, that was just off the freaking charts with people yeah. there. I mean, I don't know that it was, I mean, I think it was a lot like a, what you would think you would see at a PGA tour, but you could just tell they were starved to having, they wanted to have an event there instead of, you know, whatever you're in Australia, you got to pay, you know, 300 bucks for a plane ticket to fly somewhere, stay somewhere to actually get to a, a tour event. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, there was so much on the, you know, itinerary, how to make everything happen. I think they just knocked it out. So let me, let me follow all this up with if, if you, John, if you had the money and you were like, you know what? I feel like starting up a league. Are you going to pick Jay Monahan or Greg Norman to run your ship for you? Which, which, which guy after seeing the way that, have, you know, just over the years and the way these recent events unfolded, which guy are you going to choose at this point? I'm going with the shark, man. You have to, right? He's got his own businesses. They've done well. He sold stuff off. He's smart. He's forward thinking. Let's go. And have, but have you seen, and I, I could be wrong about this, but ha, has there been, you know, with the WGC kind of being a backdoor Norman idea, um, then what he's done with Live Golf? Um, and, you know, he, you know, those ideas were kind of brought to the PGA as well and, and they just didn't take off. But, it's like, aren't those the two biggest things that have happened that technically aren't on a golf course in, say, the past, whatever, 15 years? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really that would top top the drama, so. Yeah, I think that, I think the fact that the way that Jay Monahan has handled this whole situation and then kind of just you know, backdoor the players when he has their trust and say, Hey, we're, we're, uh, we're going to try to strike a deal with the PIF. Yeah. I mean, that dude, you can tell he's a little snaky. He, he doesn't care. I think that's why they had that. Uh, the players had their own meeting after the announcement of that because they're all probably felt like they went back on their word. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. I, th I think, I think he tries to create a a position for himself, um, you know, kind of like we saw that framework deal where he kind of moves over to whatever they want to. I forget what they're going to call the entity, and then they're going to put that uh, yeah seam or whatever he is going to be over. He would be over the tour, uh, so it gets him out of the you know the players really yeah. can't do anything at that point. Um, but then there was talk of uh, 
There's talk of a players union, which would be pretty, you would think something like that would already exist, but apparently it does not. But I mean, the players seem like they're calling for him to be removed or, or, you know, of some nature, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He won't be around too much longer. I doubt it. Well, and then when you, when you look across the golf landscape, and you look at people like a uh, shout out to like the Brian brothers. Um, and you see Wesley and his brother, uh, George, who made his uh, first debut not too long ago. And you look at Wesley and he's had recent comments saying that, Hey, uh, I'm not going to go back to corn Ferry. I'll just, I'll just do my, I'll just do our YouTube channel. Yeah. What, how big of effect do you think YouTube is going to have on golf or has on golf currently? I mean, I don't think YouTube is in the spot yet to start uh, negating how the PGA or any of that stuff does. But, man, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these, I wouldn't say well-known PGA pros that are struggling week in to week out to keep their card, they might you know, start up their own channel on YouTube and do their own fun series league or something like that. And just everybody broadcast it through socials. And, and uh, John, I, I, I know we're partners in this, but I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. Kevin Kisner, if you want to oh. start a channel and want to be on this podcast regularly, sir, please do call. <laughs> let, let me know. I will send me a message, email me a pigeon, anything. We'll be glad to assist. Yeah, we just need to merge those kids, you know, because it's not really a hobby for most of us. That's right. Well, I I think <clears throat> I go down this the the route of YouTube because I don't know what the I don't know if the the PGA Tour if that's considered um, if that's in part of their media rights or these the media rights are only for certain players, but how much. What do you think right now, YouTube golf, what's your, what's your just flat out guess on what some of these, I mean, well, I'm, I'm going to call them kids. I mean, what some of these kids are making, you know, like the, the good goods, um, you know, like even Bob yeah. does sports, even these play, I mean, the impact they're having, but what do you think, what do you think financially these guys are bringing in by just starting videos on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think like the top ones, Bob does sports, uh, four play golf. A lot of those guys, you know, they're probably making in the millions. Well, you know, I, would, you know, I would say they're definitely multimillionaires now. Now if you get into the female golf YouTube channels. Those girls are probably making multi multi-millions. Yeah, it, I don't doubt that. And I I tell you what, uh, there's some of them I don't want to come up against myself because I don't want to be put through that kind of shame. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but I, I, I bring that up because I was looking at uh, Foreplay and Good Good just did a collaboration. I haven't watched the video, but I know it's up on YouTube. And I know that... One of the videos had 400,000 views in like a week. Uh, the other one, I guess they did a heads up match stroke play 
and they ended up with right now they're sitting at about 817,000 views. That's insane. I mean, can you, you wrap your mind around that? That's a that is a lot of people watching YouTube golf. It's like when I changed my profile picture on Backpage. Oh man, I remember that. That was that was stellar. So so, what do you think, John? What what's some things that are on your mind? Well, my mind right now is focused on the lesson I just had that went so great. But Jeremy Allen over there, Prairie really just. Literally got me down in five, 10 minutes, man. Same stuff he's been telling me. You know, I've been going to him for about a year and a half. Same stuff. I just over swing and then I have to come over the top. So now he's got me preloading my wrist and following all the way through the ball. And I'm hitting it freaking dead nuts. I mean, I am on it. So are you, you just kind of, by making you think about that preload, you think that's just slowing you down a little bit? It slows me down, and I don't try to stretch my backswing and elongate my arms. And that's how I thought I used to have to swing, but now he has me preloaded on my backswing, and it, I don't overextend that way. I guess I'd kind of top out. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying because you kind of used to come around the back. I was to for people listening, oh. it was it wasn't a. Uh, you might have been around the back, like maybe old. Uh, Ricky Fowler, maybe about your hand. Yeah. Thing, a bit lower. I taught him. Yeah. That's how he picked his up. So, but yeah, so I'm excited about that. Now I actually have to practice. Got a golf league coming up at Five Iron Golf with uh, Tico, Tex, and uh, Jordan. We got Jordan on the team. He's our fourth. So he's a, a sneaky one. Well, you guys are just, you guys are just trying to win that trip, aren't you? Trying to go to Dominican Republic, uh, you know, four four nights day for four guys, and uh, we're we're leading the Indiana league, but there's some some guys out somewhere that have just absolutely destroyed it. Like they're double under what we are. Oh, really? So I didn't I didn't catch that. So this is all of the five irons. Yeah, they have twenty locations. So that's you're not only up against like the fifteen teams. So you have locally, you got at 15 teams times 20. My God, there wasn't a, a four-man golden tee league to get in? <laughs> no, man, I got a hold one there, and I didn't even get a, a plaque or nothing. Just had to buy everybody's drink. This is a shady oh. deal. So, Never get a hold one. Speaking of hole-in-ones, are you familiar with Jersey Jerry that's with Barstool Sports? Oh, yeah. Did it's you see with that? Yeah, dude, I want to get that that sweater. You yeah, said oh, like 30, was it 3,600 swings in like 37 hours, but and he hits a hole in one finally? Yeah, it's all yeah. over the place. I was watching the, I was just picking up their Instagram and then watching those shorts of like this morning, he's rolling off that air mattress. I was like, this, <laughs> this dude's a stud, man. He's, he's totally bought in. He ain't leaving oh. till it's in the hole. Oh, dude. The, uh, you got to watch. Bob does sports with one of his first recordings when he goes to this like little nine holer in LA. And there's this dude pushing, has got a push like metal, old metal push cart, man. Watch that. That one of the funniest things that got me hooked on him. Oh my yeah. God. Are you talking about Duke? <laughs> yeah, Duke. Yeah, Duke. <laughs> Duke. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Oh, that is the best, man. 
shoot. So what's uh <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about, you know, we're we're starting out. The water's gonna be a little rough. We're gonna we're gonna get the audio might I don't know. We're gonna see how that works out. We're gonna we're gonna be putting some videos out. Um I really wanted to touch base on February twenty fourth. What's so big about that date, John? You know, that's a good point. Because every time I think about February 24th, I think about the Riley McGinsey Golf Foundation at Five Iron Golf. Hit him with the details, Steve. Boy, that was good. <laughs> so, uh, it, this is a tough one, and, it, and it's a it's a great it's it's going to be for a great cause. Um, Riley was a good friend. Uh, obviously, Tyler's a good friend. Um, so the loss of Riley is going to be felt. I mean, we've all, I don't think I've ever had a bad time around the guy. Um, so Tyler has put together foundation and we're going to have, uh, donations to, uh, the foundation. And, um, I want to get as many people in our group and anybody that wants to show up to come out and support. John, what's uh, what's the email attached to that? Is there an email uh, to that, or is that just off Facebook? I don't, I don't recall. Uh, you can uh, hit them up on Facebook. You can hit me up on Facebook. Um, there's it will it will be John doesn't know this yet. Surprise, but this will be. I will post this flyer on the Two Dudes One Cart podcast Facebook page, which I'll have that up here this evening. Um. Sorry, I don't have the details of the event right in front of me, but yeah, that'll be up. It's, it's 100 bucks per player. Um, we can get up to 36 people. Um, oh, uh, 66. Sorry, we can get 62 people. 36. Um, I don't know. Anyways, we'll do the math later. There's 18 <laughs> gotcha. two-man teams of flying draw. Um, there's going to be 300 dollars cash for the first place team. Um, plus you can get a, uh, five iron gift certificate and then we're hoping to get some additional, uh, gift cards from local courses, maybe some foursome passes. So, and, uh, I think there's a skins and pins pot too on there. Yeah. And I think, um, if we get enough people, uh, and if we get enough, um, people that want to play and we get over that number, uh, don't worry, uh, we will yep. gladly put up put together another event directly. Uh, uh, we wouldn't be opposed to setting up something up maybe every couple months, uh, especially obviously through the winter. Um, I wouldn't put it past us to look at something in the, in, in a, you know, a summer evening, if you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's, we're going to be a lot about that on this channel. Uh, we're going to be a lot about golf. We're going to be a lot about charity. We're going to be a lot about helping people out. Um, we're going to have, plenty of guests on uh you can find us at two dudes one card on instagram and obviously on facebook as i mentioned um we will be getting a lot of content out john you've got a trip to florida with tex and the boys coming up too correct yep that's coming up on the 18th and then i got a lesson i'm gonna do over at prairie view on the 24th the eight, okay so 24th of this month 18th of next month right no, 18th. Yeah, we're leaving for Florida on the 18th. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
and be back. So, so, most so I'm going to try to talk John in since I'm not able to make this trip that he can get some video and we can uh, get the boys permission. We'll get some stuff posted up from that and we'll get one of John's lessons posted up. And then feel free to comment on our Facebook page. You want to leave, you want to ask any questions, uh, anything you think we can do better. We're, we're open to be insulted. It doesn't really matter. Um, and then we're going to be posting on uh, two dudes, one cart on YouTube. So I hope everybody will check us out. Uh, John, you got anything else, bud? No, I mean, you can also find us at two dudes, one cart on my grinder. Um, donations have been minimal. <laughs> lately so any help there would be great yeah we're we're not sure about the only fans account but we'll we'll stick with the grinder account yeah i think the only fans had a glitch in the system <laughs> uh, too much data to send some of those pictures of uncle bot <laughs> all right hey we appreciate you guys listening uh tune in be on the lookout for us every week uh, this podcast, it's today is the 4th of January. I know a lot of people don't like to date their podcast, but this is our first podcast. It's the 4th on the 20, on the 24th, the 2024th. That sounded really good. Thank you, baby. So I'll get this out next week, John, and uh, we'll record another one. And right, uh, any, uh, any guests anybody wants to have on, let us know. Uh, I've got a lot of thoughts. I know John's got a lot of people we'd like to get on just to chat it up and get people's names out there. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll just see this moving on. I appreciate it, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right, man.